This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. It's me, Roz, and welcome to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez, the podcast where I talk to people that I like about things that make my blood curdle as I sit here in my girdle. Oh, curdle, horrible word. But you know what's not horrible? My guest today. I did a little flip-flop with And That's Why We Drink, the iconic paranormal-slash-true-crime podcast. And I'll be talking to them, that's M and Christine, in just a moment. Also, go listen to when I was on their podcast recently. But before we get to that, I've got a story here from Christina, who works in child care and has had this job since 2015. Christina writes... This child care was converted from a church, which is attached to a graveyard. Oh my god, what could go wrong? Whether or not this has anything to do with what goes on, I cannot say. But I am not the only one who has had experiences. Our building has 11 classrooms, two floors. The majority of the stories I've heard and my personal experiences are that there's a man that hangs around the first floor and a child on the second floor. But recently, I have discovered that it may be so much more than that. Some of the experiences on the first floor are seeing a man down the end of the hallway and watching him walk into the classroom at that end. One evening, I was walking down that hallway in the building alone. I'm a pre-K teacher and a manager, so I do walkthroughs at the end of the night to confirm safe closure. And from that exact room, I heard a man say, Hello, to me. My response was, Nope, not today. I am 
telling you, not today, as I beelined it up the stairs to check the second floor. My co-worker and I once saw what appeared to be a ball come from the wall during nap time when the kids were asleep. It went past her head and bounced behind me, back up, and then it just disappeared. A dark-haired child ran from the bathroom to the classroom door, but all of our children on the carpet were accounted for. In the opposing room, teachers have seen children's hands hanging on the bathroom door. It's a half door, but there's no kids inside. In my classroom, I was mopping, and I saw a blonde-haired child in the bathroom. But as I turned away to allow privacy, I then realized there was no way there was anyone there. I turned back around, and the bathroom was empty. I was patting a child to sleep and was about to ask another child, who I saw in my peripheral, peripheral, why they were walking around during nap time when I realized that the child I thought it was was actually the child I was patting. There was no child walking to me when I looked over. Last year, a student told me that I had a ghost above my head. And today, a student told me in the exact spot he saw a man with no face. I neglected to mention the times children in the room on the first floor are often scared in the room that the man has been seen walking into. Even our maintenance man told me how he goes to a lot of places and sees a lot of things, but our school scares him the most. Unprovoked, he told me this. And he even said about the man downstairs and the child upstairs. One of the therapists who comes in and works with a few kids in the building has ghost stories in each room. <sighs> Thank you, Christina. Um, well, I'm very happy to hear that there is a therapist uh, that is on campus. This is absolutely terrifying. Thank you for being a teacher. Thank you for sending that in. Okay, let's talk to the hosts of And That's Why We Drink. Here's my conversation with M and Christine. On with the show! I don't believe it. It is a historic day in paranormal podcasting history because I am joined by M and Christine. <laughs> Hello! 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 <laughs> Thank you for having us. Very excited to be here. Thanks for joining me! <laughs> Hey, what do you guys think of ghosts? Oh, boy. You left a dangerous door open for us to talk about whatever we wanted. A and creaky that is door. A creaky, yeah. scary <laughs> door. Yeah. The, I think the worst thing you could have done is say, just go for it. So, um, Let her rip. I'll sit back and listen. Make my job easier. You guys, so you both are believers in ghosts, correct? Big time. Big time. Who's more? Who, Probably who, me. Who's <laughs> more skeptical? I'm more... I, okay, let's put it this way. We both equally probably believe that they're in the spiritual side of things. I think when we are actually investigating, I'm the more skeptical half in that when something happens, I try to debunk it first, whereas, you know, M is more likely to assume any sort of blip or sound or movement. It, mm -hmm. M's more of the scaredy cat, I guess, like in the in the investigation sense. But you own that. I'm ready to run at any moment, and I'm yeah. not afraid of that. <laughs> yeah. like I, but also, like the irony is, I'm the one that actually used to be right. I mean, we're st we still investigate together now. But before I even met Christine, for like ten years, I was an investigator, and I was always terrified. It was just, it was quite a. That's part of the fun, though. Well, it should have been its own sitcom because everyone else in my in my group, they were all like astrophysicists and these really intense scientists who their whole goal wasn't to find a ghost, but to debunk whatever people claimed the hauntings of the house were. Uh -huh. And I was just like the the ragtag Lucy Goose who was like, oh, my God, Casper's here. So, <laughs> so they probably hated me. So I'll let the nerds do their nerd stuff. I want to have fun. <laughs> I I'm like a mixture of both of you, I think, because. I talk a big game. I'm always like, that's not a ghost. I'll prove it. Yeah. And that but I 
it's scary. I'm sorry. It is scary. And I actually, in more recent times when I go investigating, I make myself wear super tall high heels so that I don't run. <laughs> oh, I would break my ankles. What a strategy. Both of them. Yeah. yeah, what a strategy. It's yeah, bold. because I want to be not living in fear, but I'm terrified the entire time I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess, you know, you talk to some of these people, they're like, it's not scary. It's it's part of life. People die. And what? Come bitch. on. No. <laughs> I'm not fooling anyone. Yeah. I don't like invisible people around me that I can't see. No. But to keep myself there and so honestly so I can have more content to share so I don't leave before the good part happens, (laughs) I now make myself wear very tall high heels. I love that strategy. I wear sneakers. (laughs) And for the only time in my life, I run as fast as I can. So (laughs) Okay. So so on that note, um, it just reminded me one time a uh, a psychic medium that I I know who uh, her name is Jessica Laniado and she does a podcast called Ghost of a Podcast and she and I did like a reading together and uh, she was like Are you going somewhere? And this is right before we had um, an investigation planned and she said Are you going somewhere like impending? And I was like Yes, next week I'm going to this haunted house and she was like Okay, this is kind of random advice. But she said, wear a pair of shoes that are like your ghost hunting shoes, because she's like, you can take energy with you from like, say, the shoes you're wearing because you're, you know, trying to ground yourself, whatever. Um, And so she said, have like a (laughs) separate ghost hunting pair of shoes um, and then try not to wear those out and about to like, I I don't know, keep them separate. She says like stepping in spider webs and you could bring that energy home and it kind of lingers. I'm like, nobody needs to tell me twice to buy more shoes. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll do (laughs) it. But what about the rest of your clothes? Does it linger on those or just the shoes? You know, she said it's more symbolic, I think, and it's sort of a way for you to detach. So I think it's more just like if you kind of mentally say, like, these shoes are going away in a box for, you know, until next time. It's more of just like a I think it was more of a mental thing. Um, but she said it can help to, like, keep stuff at bay and not bring home. Oh, with you. Okay. And that shoes just rattling around. The box is rattling around somewhere now in her closet. There's like a ghost in my <laughs> shoe box. Yeah. Oh, my God. You should get tap shoes and just have them <laughs> tapping away. And you're in your heel. We're just clicking around. Yeah. All, all our EVPs are ruined because we're just stomping around. <laughs> Wait, so give me some give me some locations that you guys have investigated together. So we the one we'll talk about openly is the Queen Mary. But when we go ghost hunting, it's uh, for content for our live show. And usually we surprise people with the location. OK, so we're currently on our second location which we haven't we haven't finished the tour, so we can't publicly announce where we've gone just yet. But our very first tour was at the Queen Mary, and we went for two nights. And we have um, a bit of a one-sided back and forth with Zach Bagans um, on our show where people know that we have particular opinions about him. And part of the storyline, we didn't even ask for this to happen, but on the Queen Mary, we had to go back a second night because he stole our room. And he stole the room that we were supposed to be in and went ghost hunting. And then we had to go in the night after him. So we had to go ghost hunting after he pissed everything off. After ghost adventures had like burst Wait, through the scene. and what? It was crazy. And like we have proof of this because our producer Eva called the hotel and was like, you said you lost our reservation. What happened? And I guess the person at the hotel was newer and they didn't know they weren't supposed to say this. And they said, oh, well, Travel Channel has booked it out. So we had to give it away to them. Uh, and so we were like, Travel Channel, that can't be right. So we were like, this is very suspicious. And then a uh, person on Twitter DM'd us the night uh, that we were supposed to be there and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm on a tour at the Queen Mary and we can't go into the, you know, the super haunted room because Zach Bagans and his team are here. Uh, I can hear them like punching the walls and screaming at the ghost. Punching the walls. It was like, we're going there tomorrow. We couldn't have planned that better for content of like, of course, of all days, he would steal that room. (laughs) It was just, it really blew our mind. So it worked out very well, but it also means that we got really good like paranormal content. He like made all the demons mad, I guess. He pissed everything off, everything. And we ended up having to leave um, before midnight because things were so intense. (laughs) So for anyone listening, because I have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that might not watch like paranormal shows and stuff. Zach Baggins is, he 
has a show called Ghost Adventures, very successful ghost show on mm-hmm. Travel Channel. And he also famously loves to buy things that people were murdered on mm-hmm. or around and um, put them on display He in has Vegas. a museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And he's he definitely he's, has He's known a, as like, and he kind of antagonizes the ghost to like, bring them out you know right um and so you know we have a much more gentle approach as if we were talking to actually you know humans really so gentle parent the ghosts and gentle parenting yeah is and he's thing. more like a 1950s dad with the ghosts you know yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly so more traditional <laughs> by the time you guys got there what did you feel like the ghosts were like Where'd that motherfucker go? Yeah. I mean, legit. We're get him back here. As soon here. as we said his name, all the machines started going off for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like people were up in our grill, like, get the hell out of here. It truly sounded like, it felt like as soon as we said his name, they went, oh, you know that guy? Like, oh, okay. Like, maybe you're associated yeah. with him. We should fuck around with you and see what happens. <laughs> and, I mean, there were things, we're, we're big fans of dowsing rods. Um, which Christine does a much better job at explaining what, how those work than I do. But they oh yeah, explain them. I love them. Go for it, Christine. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. No, so I found out later after because I I just was immediately drawn to them, and I found out later that my grandma back in Austria used to do dowsing rods, you know, in her village or whatever. So I I like to think it's like a family connection. But they're basically these rods that are uh, very wobbly and they're very hard to control yourself. But initially they were used to locate either water sources um, or ley lines. And they can also theoretically be used to communicate with spirits because the theory is that electromagnetic energy is what they can use to like signify yes or no answers by crossing them over or, you know, splaying them apart. Um, So you can either be, you know, drawn somewhere or have a yes or no conversation. Um, It's just a really cool tool to have. And uh, it sometimes gets scarier than you anticipate. (laughs) At at the Queen Mary, uh, Christine ended up using the dowsing rods and they were dragging her all over the room. It felt like someone was like magnetically pulling them. It was very frightening. Now, how does that work when you're on a boat that's in water, though? Trust me. That's a question for the ages. Great question. (laughs) Question for the ages. (laughs) What's interesting, it kept kept bringing us to the bathroom, which was very creepy. Um, We were able to film this and we got a lot of content, but like half of the videos of that night are machines in the bathroom when we're not anywhere near the bathroom going off by themselves turning off when we asked them to we actually played a drinking game where every time the machine would go off Christine would take a shot and it really seemed to enjoy that game um, oh wow and, and then too. she started getting dragged into the bathroom the entire night and there there was something really creepy going on there's in theory on the Queen Mary a little girl ghost named Jackie but what they don't tell you is that Jackie is theoretically actually a demon and there never was a little girl who died on board and oh yes okay she lures you in by playing innocent and naive by being like a cute little kid so we can gentle parent her and then she sucks onto you (laughs) and (laughs) she gets you she's known to call out for mommy and daddy and we got a very clear daddy at night and then all of a sudden all of our EVPs started warping to sound like demonic voices that was probably my my least favorite do you think that the demon thoughts that Zach Baggins was her daddy. <laughs> She's like, Daddy. We actually made the joke that M was the daddy in the room because M was the only That's one who the looked truth. like a daddy That's in true. the room. And our fans seemed to really uh, glom onto that. I wasn't a big fan of that joke. It always got a lot some of people laughs. Yeah. To really That's gonna be me laughs. when I'm a ghost. Like I'm gonna <laughs> Daddy <laughs> figure out how to like be like a little girl and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> Daddy. Who me? Who me? <laughs> Just kidding. It was genuinely it sounded like that. It was like the the early ones were like, Daddy, and we should send you the clips or I put them back to back. And then over the hours you can like hear it start to go like like get this creepy it's, it's like the garbled. same voice but it starts to get like garbly and spooky and ill it's know. like it started getting more comfortable with us to get darker it's like warping yeah. Did you guys, was this the room that's like the haunted room that was shut down for the ages and then they finally unveiled it? Yeah. And then Zach Bagan stole it from us. And then that's part of the important history now. You have to relay that for the rest of the time. That is. Yeah, now it's in, it should be in the Wikipedia page. Yes. Well, and also, like, it's definitely one of those places that I'm. It's hard living in Southern California. Surprisingly, there's like not a ton of places that you can just like go investigate. I know. And 
That yeah. is one of the great places that you can go, which is why if you ever type it in on YouTube, you'll see hundreds of twinks making scared faces <laughs> like this. And they've all been there with their cameras. And um, I have been there in that room. And <gasps> honey, they were taking the night off. Really? They were oh, exhausted. No, really? They were on break. Oh, nonetheless, I was terrified. So I left. But my friends stayed all night. And they woke up. Nothing happened for them whatsoever. So I don't know. I've always been like, is this just something that they decided this would be a great way to sell, to, you know, raise the price on one of these rooms and be (laughs) like. It's not a bad idea. It's not at all. Yeah, totally. You could totally do that with so many of these rooms. You could just like make up fake stories about all of them. I don't know. But. A lot of people, including the twinks on YouTube (laughs) and you guys now, have told me that it is very haunted. Mm -hmm. I think part of it is that since it was like a warship that a lot of people died uh, during the wartime and they never released the numbers because they're confidential, I guess. Um, And so I think to me, the creepiest part was like down in the boiler room, down in all the like parts where men used to work um, Uh during wartime or where prisoners were chained. And it's like... Even just knowing that history makes it scary to me. But yeah, we had, we had, I don't know, we we definitely got some stuff. I don't know if it's like our, if it's, it fed off of our energy and we were already ready for scary stuff, but it sounds like you would have but been to too. to be fair, and we went twice and the first time we felt like we didn't get enough. So That's we were true. like, let's go back. So to be fair, like the first time we felt like, eh, maybe we didn't get that much footage. So we did go back a second time and then it like smacked us right in the face. When so. was this? When was the second time? They were time? both at the end of 2019. Yeah, before, you oh, know, okay. all yeah. hell broke loose. Because I am I just feel like these ghosts, they're probably excited now. They got some rest. <laughs> yeah. You know, people have let them be for a minute. Yeah, they realize I, what I they're missing know. with all these people coming in, getting There's bored. just, they, they keep those ghosts working. Because that's one <laughs> yeah. of those places that's like, we are haunted. Come on in. You can have, here's a Ouija board. Take it with you. And um, I feel like those ghosts are just like, can you literally let us like, br- have a break in here? Yeah, I was gonna say, I I wonder if they're even if they even enjoy because to be a, a ghost in an area where no one is claiming it's haunted, you must really crave acknowledgement. But when you're getting nothing but acknowledgement, right. I mean, the grass is always greener, I guess, with the ghosts. You know, totally. <laughs> That's yeah. what the ghosts say. Yeah, yeah, I feel that for sure. Um, okay, I want to hear about. Harry. <gasps> Christine, tell me about Harry. I'm ready right to let me. it slip. I was like, <laughs> how do you know? I almost like peed my pants. I swear to God. I was like, who told you? Did that he guy call that you? just <laughs> popped up behind you on the Zoom and said, hi, I'm Harry. Are you going to talk about I me? I might have let it slip. You scared me. Oh, I should have known. I should have known. Um, Yeah. Well, so I (laughs) moved into a house that was built in like 1865. I don't know what I thought would happen. but She knew. But as she she was buying it, she went, guess what's going to happen in this house? It's going to be very haunting. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also like a a glutton for punishment sometimes. Tell tell everyone about the stairs. Wait, where is this? What part of the world? So I moved back to my hometown of Cincinnati during COVID, but uh, it's Northern Kentucky area. So I'm like, uh, you know, right by Cincinnati, but in the state of Kentucky, which is a, you know, a wild move from LA. Do you know the Newkirks? The Newkirks? I don't think so. Greg and Dana Newkirk? Oh, Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, I know of them. I don't think they knew, know me. They live in Cincinnati. They're awesome. And they, they like do? collect haunted things. And they have a new documentary that's called The Unbinding. And it's really good. Oh, my god! it's about a haunted object. And I got to check this out. Yeah, yeah I feel like there's so much I'm learning. And I don't know. I... <laughs> I moved to this house. Yes. As Em said, there's a staircase. It was uh, moved into the house after a church from the 1800s was torn down. Um, and then they just like took the staircase, put it in this house. So there's all sorts of weird, like the basement has a trap door to get in it. It's a, there's a lot of spooky stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. But my husband, who's like very much a skeptic and like works in medicine, uh, he there's certain one certain part of the house he will not go to once the sun goes down, and he claims like oh it just feels weird and I'm like hmm okay but it is the place where out of the corner of my eye I'm always seeing somebody walk down this hall and I was talking to uh, this person who they're a medium as well and they were like 
do you sometimes feel like there's somebody, you know, because where I'm sitting, it's like right behind me. And they're like, do you feel like there's just this residual energy sometimes of somebody just coming in? And I said, yeah, I feel like I see out of the corner of my eye this shadow pass by my door every time. I have to close it now because I see it every time I sit at my desk. And this this person said, oh, well, it's... uh, I'm getting the name Harry and he's harmless. He's basically just, you know, coming home from work and just, you know, dropping his bag. And so he'll come in and in the evening, walk up the stairs, drop his bag. That's it just on replay. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then uh, a few months later, I was looking up some newspapers.com, like history of the neighborhood, history of my house. And it was like, oh, uh, Harry so-and-so, don't say the name, died in the house uh, on 1935 or whatever. And I was like, wait a second. So the guy who did live here for like 40 years apparently was named Harry. Stop. And it could be a coincidence. I don't know. But it wigged me out a little bit. And so I keep that door closed and I give him his space at night. But it's it's just a little eerie because you can just feel like someone is there and you don't even want to look. So you're like, I don't want to know. I don't want to see it. Can you see but like my daughter a- is two and I'm like, she's going to start talking any day now. She's going to be like, <gasps> Harry! Harry, my friend, you know, and I'm like, forget it. Um, yeah. No, thanks. Can you like when you see him out of the corner of your eye, like, can you see features or <laughs> So this is like a totally new thing to me. I never had this kind of experience, uh, even in my house growing up. He's getting getting comfortable. No, it's he's going to be like, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He I see it's almost like if you see somebody I don't see features. It's almost like as if somebody has just walked right past into the bathroom. And at the first couple of times, I'm like, I thought my husband just walked past and I like kind of got up to be like, what are you doing in my bathroom? Nobody there. Then I was like, maybe the cat is like casting a shadow. No, not the cat. I <laughs> don't know. A perfect six foot man. You have a six foot man. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks like somebody out of your peripheral, like a figure just moves past. So it's very vague. Whoa. Can't see and much. That, and it's only that. Like there's no, he's not throwing things around in the kitchen. Like it's only this one loop that plays over it's and over again. It's this weird loop. But lately, I poor Ev, I keep coming to the show with like, guess what happened this time? Because we're doing a lot of rent renovating on the house and things are getting weird uh my husband's glasses keep disappearing and he thinks that I'm like moving them I don't know into random places but then they'll like we'll look for hours and then they'll reappear on his pillow and we're like hmm none of us Harry are needs to see <laughs> <doing> you <that." laughs> yeah it's just very weird little stuff like that that are collectively uncomfortable but they happen so sporadically that it doesn't feel very ominous but i don't know i'm keeping tabs on it because i'm like uh we'll see where this goes i don't know well i gotta ask where are the ghost hunting shoes Mm. they are (laughs) that's a great question they they're in your damn closet with the rest of your shoes aren't they they're maybe just hanging out around all my other shoes i don't know i have to check i'm not very there you go careful (laughs) and what kind of stories do you got what's the what's the one that you're like Ooh, I got one. full of good stories. I got one for you. Um, you know, okay, so do you want scary or interesting? <sighs> My life is interesting enough. Okay. I need... That's scary. That's I want scary. I want you to keep me up at night. Yes. I'm sleeping too peaceful. So when I was 13, my dad moved into this house that he... He bought the land knowing there were a bunch of dead bodies buried underneath it. Oh, oh my I guess God. there mistake number one. <laughs> there used to be a family that lived there, and at the time it was normal for you to just bury your family members on your oh, property. Oh, on your own property. Okay, I thought it was like a serial killer thing, but like— No, just... but that would be quite a discounted piece of land, so— <laughs> That's true. You know something crazy? Okay, side note. Um, my father in the 70s had a pet monkey, and— <laughs> The monkey, <laughs> when the monkey died, he buried it in our backyard. Oh my and lord. So, somewhere in our backyard, there's a monkey skeleton. So, in like a hundred years, some kid's gonna be like digging in their sandbox and be like, oh, what's this? Oh my yes, lord. Yes, totally. Wow. And they're probably gonna think it's like those little Mexican aliens that they just found. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so unfortunately there was never a monkey ghost around my house. What so, a shame. That would have been, been kind of a delight, though. Imagine I the chaos. Know. It'd be like, is the it a, a monkey or a poltergeist? Because that, like, things are just yeah. flying. <laughs> just flinging stuff all over the place. Yeah, I know. Okay, so back to your home built on yeah. uh, dead bodies. Yeah, so, right. um, 
I always knew there was one guy that was buried there named Charlie. And apparently Charlie was, as far as I know, a very nice guy. Um, my stepmom can see things. And so she actually saw Charlie a few times in the house and said that he's kind of just, he's aware that we're there and he he's, doesn't mean any harm. So he was always kind of welcome to just hang with us. And then there was a few, like a, a mom and a dad or a husband and wife who were buried there at some point. And then there was this little girl in a blue Uh-oh. dress. Oh, yeah. daddy. <laughs> demon. We're picking up on it. Yeah. So immediate demon. There appara- Apparently I could see this little girl when I was a kid. Um, I have some what? I have some fuzzy spots about that, but I think I just thought it was like a neighborhood kid. You know how when you're young and you're you're not even really thinking about what's real and what's not. You're not questioning. So I didn't it. know what I was. Yeah, if I was imagining something or conjuring something up, and I would just say like, "Oh, there's that neighborhood girl." Oh, and she just disappeared yeah. into the <laughs> She's wall. She's in my closet, staring me <laughs> well, down. As I I, yeah, I could yeah. only ever see her uh, like in little blips, and I just kind of. And she was always by the house, but not in the house. So I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Hmm. But I, all of a sudden, as I I remember after a few of those moments, I couldn't see her anymore. But I started feeling this really bad energy inside the house. It was almost as if by seeing her and not being scared, I invited something in. <laughs> Obviously, not knowing. Um, and I just felt something really dark all the time. And so between my mom and dad's custody, I knew what days I was going to have to be at my dad's house. And those were the days that I would like save, like save the battery on my Game Boy and stuff because I would hide, Aww. I would hide under my blanket a- until I could fall asleep and just do whatever I could to entertain myself because I could feel something staring at me no. as if like nose to nose. And it felt so evil. It felt so get the F out of here. And it was just the scariest feeling ever. And eventually I told my stepmom, um, my stepmom is a second generation witch with 60 years experience. And you have the right people. I had side, a good so teammate. Good. And so I went, something's really messing with me at night. Like I, I can't sleep. It, if it could touch me, it would rip me out of the bed. And what she was like, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do, but I just want you to um, tell me tomorrow how you feel. And that night I went to bed and felt nothing except I could feel something at my window, like staring through the window, like trying to break Ugh. into the house, trying to get to me. So what did she do? So she apparently blessed my room, but not the perimeter of the house. She blessed the house, but not the perimeter. And so it could get up to the house, just couldn't get inside. So, uh and you know it was mad about that. It was Ugh. pissed. So mad. So then I have a niece and nephew who were now little kids. And every time they would look out the window, they'd go, oh, look at that little girl in the blue dress. Stop! Are you kidding me? So now... Th- she needs to get a hobby. <laughs> Seriously. She's just sitting I'm there. I'm the hobby. So, just- apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> she needs another one. Um, she needs a new totally one. Totally agree with you. So she... Uh, she was always able to hang out on our property, but never in the house. So then I go to college, and apparently this little fucker followed me to college. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. She's clingy. It, she's so clingy. Like, she waited. Like, talk about waiting forever. I was 13. Now I'm going to college, and she's now getting in the car with me. Um, and I had a friend in college who also was able to see things and would talk about this little girl in a blue dress all the time. And... Things got really dark, really creepy. There were apparently my behavior changed every now and then. And she would say that that's because like the little girl, she could see the little girl next to me. One time the curtain rods like lifted off of the hooks and dropped to the floor by themselves. Like this, this thing was so creepy. Eventually it went away, but she hung out for quite some time. So um, did she just like get bored and leave or was, was there another like, ceremony i don't remember i think it was i i don't remember i feel like i hope she's not coming back that's all i'm gonna say well college is no place for a little girl that is true and she probably was bored yeah. and you know what is she she's not paying for the tuition she's not carrying around books like what is she doing she's just sitting there in a dorm room or whatever like waiting, waiting for you i know yeah, yeah it can't be fun but yeah i have no idea like honestly a lot of it i don't know if this is paranormal or just like dealing with college but a lot of it's kind of fuzzy at this point i have no recollection really of how it ended i just i just know that it was really creepy at one point i got like scratched on my hand but i, I thought that was from a different ghost when i was investigating i don't know which one it was but i attributed to her in some way God. it's such a mess anyway um i don't the end but that's the weird thing it's like 
she could still be she could have been like, all right, I'm going to go back to the house and like look through the windows or like, I, where is she? Yeah, where, I'm, that makes me more nervous that like you don't know where she went because now I'm like. Oh. And the fact that she can like leave her property. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's scary. She Ooh. could be anywhere. You better hope she doesn't find out where you are. <laughs> you get your stepmom back over there. Do some you, well, you guys, you're totally right, especially because, like, I feel like when you think of ghosts haunting an area, it's almost as if they can't leave the space. So how was she able to go beyond ah, beyond the yeah, normal limitations? Creepy. I have, like, did she attach to you? Ugh. I don't know. She got like a like a visitor pass. Yeah. <laughs> she was allowed to leave. A hall, yeah. a hall pass to leave. Yeah. The... <laughs> a hall pass. A visa. Oh, maybe her visa expired. She had to go back home. Yeah, her ghost visa. You know mm-hmm. how it, it might have ended is the house where I actually got scratched really badly. If, if you went to college with me, you saw the scratch. It like lasted for a very long time. One of the houses we were at all the time where that happened had a little girl there and uh, the ghost of a little girl. These little girls. What are they doing? And so I'm wondering if the two of them became friends when I... She's like, finally, someone my I think age. she maybe just stayed at that house. Like, can you move into another haunted house when you're a ghost? I don't know. Oh. Do you need their consent? Because I feel like they'd probably be like, this is a little full already. Yeah, we're already, but... we're already packed. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But ever since that house, I've never interacted with that little girl again. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but Watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed. But will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. So... Let me ask you this. You've now told me in the past 30 minutes about three little girl Yeah, that's upsetting. Something's going on. Who would be the scariest ghost girl out of (laughs) Queen Mary ghost, the girl ghost that stalked you, or the one, the third one from the house? I guess the the one that I grew up with that was like desperately trying to get into the house. Yours seemed way more personal. Yeah, it seems like she had like a specific yeah thing for you alone. I, don't I want her was not a back. fan of her. The one at the at the random house, she was super chill. She was the <laughs> she she liked cookies and ice cream and like the worst that ever happened was you heard her like giggling, but like not in a creepy way. Somehow, oh. she was lovely. I liked her a lot. She was really chill. Yeah, because those damn little kid ghosts. I've never, I'm a stand up comedian. I've never had an audience laugh as much as these little kid ghosts. Every <laughs> single time, they're just, <laughs> what the hell are you laughing at? I, I don't know. I will tell you the really cool one. She was laughing because she really was drawn to grandparent people. And so whenever I would also do a tour, I would bring, I would always ask the older person on the tour to do most of the talking for the night to try to get the machines to go off. And she really gravitated towards, like, grandpas. Mm. And so one of them started talking about, oh, do you like ice cream? Do you like cookies? 
And that was when we got the biggest laugh ever. So apparently they don't really, they could laugh at anything. So <laughs> I don't. That wasn't even a funny joke. And she was laughing. Yeah, so. she was having the time of her life at the concept of cookies. So, you know. <laughs> See, that to me, my first instinct is he's like, do you like cookies? Do you like ice cream? And she's like, no, I like souls. Okay. That's actually maybe maybe I should have been more scared. You wish. In your dreams. What do you guys think of haunted dolls? Do you believe in that as a concept? Okay. M has covered several on the podcast. And some of them, to this day, we do not even say the full name because – like they're known to cause chaos. And we we did when we did the podcast episode and the number of emails and messages we got from people, fender benders, bloody noses for the first time in their lives. Stop. Like just the really bizarre freak accidents. And so we said we are never saying her name again on the podcast. We abbreviate it or we don't say it at all. Is part of her name the doll? Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Okay. okay. <laughs> Starts with a Does P. Does it start with a P? Because that's the one we're talking about. P. Um, and it rhymes with... Uh, leggy. Leggy. I don't think I know about this one. Is she at Zach Bagans or She no? is at Zach Bagans. You know what the funny part is? We won't even say her name and we're so scared of her, but we've looked her in the eyes when we've we went to the her. museum. He has a whole room set up just for this doll. And, and she like talks through a spirit box or whatever. And you're supposed to like say hello, say goodbye, be very oh, polite. Okay. It's just a lot right. of... Sp- so, I mean, I want to say like, oh, a haunted doll, whatever. But like, clearly I can't say that because we very much... We... <laughs> Abide we by have the had um, someone send us like straight out of oh. straight out of a horror movie. Someone sent us like a plywood a crate, a crate that we had to pry open. Had a bunch of hay in it, like straw. We had to pull out straw <laughs> like, and, straight like, out of a movie, and thing. it was a doll with her like horse, like a porcelain horse, it's like a two foot doll. And the note with no return address said, "Please take this. Every time we bring it into the house, our barn catches on fire." Oh my so why god! Do we, so you, I was. You guys don't have barns, do you? <laughs> no. So then, uh, no. But we lived in Southern California. I was like, I'm not starting a freaking wildfire. And so M was like, Bye, I'm going home. And I was like, Uh oh, now I have this doll in my house. So I just like, I, as I always seem to do, put her in the closet and just like forgot about her for a long time. And then I think eventually we did like, <laughs> put her with the shoes. Yeah, put her with the shoes. I think eventually we just said like goodbye. We love you. Don't hurt us. And put her in the trash. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> it's safe to say you guys believe in this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you, Roz? <sighs> you know, it's complicated. My belief on everything is like, sure, I think it's very possible. I think that there's that there's probably some things that are like the real deal. Right, right. And right, right, then right. there's a lot of things that want to be the real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say maybe eBay is not like the home of all the uh, – Legit. Now you watch your mouth. I know. Because I know eBay. that's going to create some tension. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, eBay. It gets wild out there. Exactly. I think that it's it's sort of just like when like a new fancy outfit comes out, and then there's all these little companies that are doing like their own little knockoff mm, right. version or whatever. Um, there's a million different versions of that kind of a thing, and. I think particularly with eBay, I mean, I personally do not believe it. Let me tell you, I get messages from people that take this shit very seriously. Uh But particularly the fact that a lot of times I'll click on these sellers' pages and they sell like a hundred of these damn dolls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, seriously? Or did you just go to Goodwill and get... Yes, exactly. Like, I don't don't buy that. I feel like... Also, I've seen the same bios on different dolls. Yeah, then they copy-paste it. I know, it's ridiculous. Yes, Yes, this shit is... Oh, she has a kind of an attitude and she likes the color green and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't tell if the... What would be the morally right thing to do if you actually had one of the real deal dolls? Because I get that you're trying, you don't want it in your house. But also, like, do you sell it on eBay? And Maybe like, not, like, I don't know. Uh, put it. I leave you with love and light in the dumpster. Give it to I don't Greg know. and Dana Newkirk in oh, Cincinnati. Oh, there you go. Give it to my new friends, my new local pals. That's what their new documentary is about, is somebody had an object that they gave to them that was sort of like a doll. <sighs> and... Um, was legitimately haunted and they captured a lot of stuff on camera and they dealt with it. I didn't know they were Cincinnatians. I'm so excited because I do know them like by name. 
So I got to I got to hit you them. You got to link up with them. They're I the coolest. Link up. Um okay, well, I happened to go to eBay and I found a doll that I would like to share yes. with you all today. I can't wait. This is a segment I like to call The Dolls Are Living. <laughs> all right. Jiha, can you throw up this doll? Oh my. Bye girl. Ooh. She looks like she's on a roller coaster ride. <laughs> Woohoo! She is having the time of her life. This is definitely an example of you can't just put self-tanner on your face. <laughs> you have to put it on your whole body. She's got sort of an orange face with white She's legs like and arms. It's Snooky. Snooky, like, yeah. former president. It, yeah. <laughs> either way works. I, she is missing a pinky finger on that right hand, which is kind of yeah. upsetting. What's going on yeah. there? I'm sure there's a story there. She kind of, her dress is like a little scandalous. It's kind of a mesh I, yeah. situation. I don't know what's. It's like a nighty. So it's just trying to cover it all up, you know? Is she, what yeah. is the hair? Is that, like, I don't like it when the when the hair looks like it came off a person, you know? That hair I, is fried. I don't <laughs> That's know what all I know. somebody did to that hair, but it's not looking good. Yeah, that is Kentucky Fried Chicken on her head. <laughs> um, well, of course, these dolls come with biographies. This one's kind of long. I'm, maybe I'll paraphrase just a little bit here. But um, this is Constance. Constance. And Const- <laughs> Constance is currently going for $29.98, and she has zero bids on her. Oh, I was going oh, to say, now. highway bargain, but all right. <laughs> highway robbery. So it says, Constance was pushed on to me by my dear friend Claire. Claire's grandmother passed away. Well, it says, she passed on to the void of the unknown afterlife. Oh, my gosh. Just after March of 2023, um, Constance, oh, I don't know if you can hear there's sirens in the background. They're coming to get her. It makes it very Um, spooky, for sure. Constance uh, was... Her name, the grandmother, and so she also named the doll Constance after herself. Nepo baby. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) I don't know. Do people really name their dolls after themselves? Maybe. (laughs) Um, So that's what happened to Robert the doll. Remember the one in Florida? That's the one I'm the scaredest of. He he's scary. I've visited him before, and I was like, I will not take your photo. Like, but he's named after his owner, Robert. So Robert named his doll Robert, and then he said, no, I have to change my name and changed it to his own middle name because he's like, that's Robert now. And I was like, this is nothing. This is Oh, my God. That doll is scary to me and powerful. Um, Anyway, sorry. He made a man change his name, basically. (laughs) I mean, yeah. um, Okay. So (laughs) basically, so the grandmother died. And Claire, the seller's friend, took Constance, the doll, out of the dead hands of the woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So so her grand, so Claire's grandmother died Mm -hmm. with Constance in her hands. Oh, like literally, that's what it says? Literally pried out of her cold dead hands. Hands. Wait, I think it's at the funeral. She wanted to be buried with her, maybe? What? I'm not sure. So it says she plucked Constance the doll from her lifeless hands. Constance looked at peace, but Claire wept, for her grandmother is now gone. Okay, wait a second. So <laughs> she was uh, the Constance that died's favorite doll. She was um, a haunted doll collector, the, the grandma that died. Um, she would take her to church with her. It says she would take her to Cracker Barrel with her. <laughs> and she even fed her chicken noodle soup. Okay. And it, it does say in parentheses, creamy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> That's you know lie. that doll smells nasty because there is an actual hole in the mouth of this doll. Oh, so there's you old creamy Cracker Barrel soup. Think of the, think <laughs> of the mold. A in there. Think of the mold oh. in that mouth. <laughs> it's probably alive, like... Of its, you know, it's probably developed its own life force at this point. Maybe it's because you said Kentucky Fried Chicken hair, but I've smelled Cracker Barrel on this baby since I saw the picture. So (laughs) it really fits. Very Cracker Barrel. It fits. (sighs) Okay, so uh, this is so much. Uh, Basically, um, Claire tried to keep the dolls because she wanted to keep her grandmother's memory alive. uh, But Claire has been disturbed by the doll too much. She tells me that the doll has been whispering in the night and causing chaos in her home. 
Constance can levitate lamps and (laughs) has broken several items in Claire's house. Claire tells me that Constance even moves on her own and is in constant danger of breaking. It is by sheer luck that Constance is still intact. She's a poltergeist activity, blah, 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 blah. Um, There's a lot here. Um, But basically, wait, Claire even resorted. Wait a second. Claire requested my help to get Constance the hell away from her. Claire even resorted to drug use to cope with having Constance around. Creamy. Claire repeated that Constance (laughs) is a devious spirit and shouldn't even exist in this world. The supernatural is very real with Constance. I had to take Constance from Claire. Claire had to face the fact that she could no longer keep her grandmother's doll. Constance is highly supernatural and just too much for anyone to deal with. Good luck. So... (laughs) If you've got $29.98, yeah, all that for help yourself. All this can be yours for 30 bucks. Levitating lamps was a strong lead. That was before even listing any other paranormal stuff to know that your shit's going to fly and break and shatter. I'm not into this uh, for my house. um, No, I I am an antique queen. Everything in here is a treasure of mine. If somebody is picking it up and throwing it, you're gone. You're dead. Mm -hmm. You're out. Mm -hmm. You're You're going to the void, the misty void of beyond or whatever. Yes. Happened to And I will want my, I will demand my $29.98 back. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you you get your refund. Also, like, in the world of girl math, like, is this actually a sound investment? Because you're going to have to pay for insurance because things are going to get broken everywhere. Like, it's just not, it's not worth like, the lamps money. are not cheap. No. Uh, yeah, you know what else is not cheap? Cans of creamy soup. <laughs> Campbell's. Oof. Nothing else will do. I'm telling you, I can't imagine a, a worse thing to start with when telling me you need to buy this because it's got old, decade-old creamy, creamy soup in its mouth. Oh, and the old lady's dead hands that were clutched <laughs> to it. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Do you think? Do you think, as someone who's like more of the doll world, is this <laughs> is this a legit haunting? Do you? Yeah. What's your scale? Like, where do you land with this one? Because I I don't know. She looks like it, but I don't know. If I'm not mistaken, I looked at the um, the seller's page, and they didn't have other ghost dolls. Oh, that's I feel like a tick in their favor, you know. That's definitely something good. Maybe I'm wrong though cuz I get them confused. There's so many No shortage. I can't believe how many of these damn dolls are in my life. It's <laughs> Have you really crazy. Have you bought any off eBay ever? Absolutely not. I okay. will not. Um okay. but do you secretly wish someone would gift you one cuz we could get you Constance for 29.99, you know. No. We have that in the budget. We could expense that. We could expense that for sure. You just say the word. You want to smell like soup? We got you. That is so sweet. That is so sweet, Em. (laughs) I honestly, I don't want to take my chances. That's (laughs) as much as I don't believe in this. It's it's just not a, that's not, I'm not a doll queen. I don't, I don't want them like that. I I feel like when it comes to getting, one of these dolls, there has to be a pro to it. Right. Why would you want, even if you don't believe, why would you want to manifest like, oh, and then all your shit's going to break? And why would and... you want, even if you don't believe in ghosts, like why would you want an old baby, you know? An old angry baby that's doll. probably, it probably needs a bath, you know? So like, yeah. <laughs> I just like, I'm trying to figure out if I were a doll collector, maybe because she's got an interesting story that's worth it. But I don't see where I, where it's yeah. outweighing the cons here. But I feel like I could tell ChatGPT to write me a story about a doll and be like, oh, this absolutely. one has a story too. I don't know. It's, but it's like it's missing a pinky. It's like the hair is a mess. Like, I don't, I don't need <laughs> this in my house. I got no. enough no. problems. So... I, yeah, I don't, uh, sometimes I'll see ads where they're like, this will give you money and fortune uh-huh. or whatever. And at, first of all, I'm like, why would you get rid of it then? Right, and right. why, why are you asking a dollar for it or whatever? <laughs> sometimes they're like so cheap. <laughs> or, or they'll just, they'll talk about these dolls like they're the best thing in the whole wide world. I'm just like, why are you getting rid of it? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, she sounds like a delightful house guest. Yeah, what's wrong? But I guess the only way I can see something like this where I'd be like, okay, maybe I want to buy that, is for, like, an enemy, okay? I'll <laughs> oh, buy this. like a little hex? Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll g- send it to not to my address, but, like, the worse, the better. 
<laughs> I like it. I me. mean, it's not going to be discreet because anyone who opens an anonymous box with this in it will know this was they'll know it's enemy. Me. They'll know it's well, you. They'll probably. know. They'll know yeah. it was from <laughs> They'll me, know it was sure. you. Um, yeah. You, so, you know, there's. Um, I'm following this one guy on TikTok. I wish I knew his name, but he's an engineer who is taking old dolls and he is uh, hooking them up to Chat GBT so they talk to you. Forget it. And like, can you imagine this little girl just having something no. to say with Chat GBT in her brain? I, I well, first of all, her mouth's full probably <laughs> with that old creamy soup. <laughs> creamy. It'll just be gargle no. gargling. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um, Ugh. guys, speaking of ghost talking, can I play you a couple of EVPs? Yes. I would love nothing. Please. More. <sighs> it's time for EVPs. Or Evie, please. <laughs> okay. So what I do is I go to YouTube, TikTok, all over the place. I find EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. These are alleged voices that people have captured of ghosts and posted on the internet. And I've got two of them for you today. And I'm going to play them for you. I want you to tell me what you hear, if you hear anything. And um, then I'll give you some options of what the ghost hunter believes that the ghost is saying. Okay. So this first one is from GSI Paranormal on YouTube, and it is at a private investigation that was at a friend's house of theirs uh, in West Yorkshire. Yorkshire, um, which I believe is the, the, the one in England. Uh, what is this ghost saying? Okay, wait. So there's somebody talking. Could you hear that? Yeah. There's like a human talking, and then there's like another voice above it okay. that's like, <laughs> that's the one that we're listening for. Trying to figure out what is that okay. saying. Okay, here we go. I feel like it's. I, I, <laughs> can you play it one more time? Of course. It sounds like somebody just going like <laughs> to me, like they're like mopping the floor. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, or I shushing. Yeah. Wait. Let me do it one more time. I feel like it sounds like like crickets in a swamp or something. Like it's <laughs> not. I don't, okay. Whatever. Sorry. I feel like I heard like um I didn't hear any words, but it was either it, it sounded like a wheezy laugh or like a nose blow or something. It was. Yeah. Mm. Well, si sinus issue. <laughs> I have a couple of options for you. Okay. Okay. Did they believe it was a? Give me cheese, please. <laughs> yes, that that one. was Christina. I, I vote A. That was me. Yeah. Sorry. Is it B? If you need me. Like, if you need me, I'll be over here. Is it C, take it easy? Mm. Or D, it's just somebody's nose sniffling? <laughs> okay. okay, well, now that, that we know those, convincing. let me play it again. <laughs> All right, I, final I can answer. I sort of hear if you need me. I can me. also hear if you need me. If you need me. That's what they thought. Really? Let me play it again. Okay. <laughs> I can kind of hear it. I can kind of I'll be blowing my nose over here. See, here's the thing, though, because yeah. we've been as we're, we've been doing our own uh, like content building for our tour. One of the most horrendous parts of that whole gig is after we go investigating, having to listen to all like hours and hours like and hours of footage of hours. and doing this, just like waiting to find any piece of audio. And eventually it's crazy making, which I, one of the reasons I actually, I do like the first draft of going through all the video and audio. Mm -hmm. And I don't want Christine to hear any of it because I want to make sure that I've got like a, a pair of fresh ears to listen when I'm starting to lose it. I'm like, did it say anything? And even if, right. even if we think the audio said something, if it's muddled at all, it's content we can't use because we don't want people in the audience to be like, well, I guess, you know, it could be, it could be, it could be. I will say one of my least favorite tasks when we're doing that is, and we'll send over, like, this is the best EVP that we got. Like, listen to it. It sounds like it's saying this. And then I go and find all the, like, the cameras to see, like, what was being filmed. And I'm like, 
Eva was humming yeah. or like, uh, that was me literally blowing my nose one time. We had one where um, it was literally someone blowing, uh, blowing it, their nose. But in another and room, it, sounded, it echoed around the rooms where it ended up sounding like a little girl screaming for help. Person. It was, yeah, it, like, uh, it was so, like, help. And it was her going, Bing. yeah, yeah. I know. Well, it's also hard. It's hard for me because you, in order to get a good one, you have to be have the unique ability to shut the fuck up, <laughs> oh, which yeah, I do. can't yeah, do. Same. And so I'll just be talking, and then you'll hear like, <laughs> like as I'm talking, and you're like, "Damn it, I don't even know what that says." <laughs> That's we we've had to have like actual sit downs before we go investigating, and like say. Just don't fucking talk anymore. Or like one of the yeah. or one of the big things I've always said um, when I first I was trying to teach Christine and Eva some of the things I had learned. I and my big thing was like just don't whisper because later when you listen to your audio, it's you're gonna <laughs> think it's a demon. And every like five minutes of our first investigation, someone was whispering. It would be like it would literally be Eva being like. Do you want a piece of string cheese? <laughs> and it was, and I was like, "There's a demon," and well, I'm like, "Oh, Eva and I were eating our our snacks that we weren't supposed to bring." It was also Sorry. we were at we were in at the Queen Mary, and we were like in the depths of the engine the room. Boiler room, so everything yeah. was echoing. So if you go, <laughs> it sounded like <laughs> it was yeah. like it was oh, the scariest God. thing in the world. So if you ever go to the specifically the underbelly of the Queen Mary with audio equipment, truly try not to whisper. Like, take our advice, please. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, don't invite somebody, like, an old smoker with, like, a deep... <laughs> no raspy voices yes. alone. None Great. of that. No deep, raspy, <laughs> hey, guys, should we go get food? Exactly. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, here's one more EVP. This is from Cold Spot TV on Ooh. YouTube. And... I don't know where exactly. It was in a haunted house, and it was in the bathroom of the haunted house. Mm. They recorded this. What is it saying? Girl, what? I apologize. These aren't the best I've ever found in my life. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a it. deep voice I heard a, far away. I heard a voice. I have no idea what it said. Okay, let me do it again. Oh, oh I heard it more that time. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Close the door or? Oh, no, no. Billingval. Billingval? I don't know. Oh, this <laughs> is in Billingval's bathroom. It sounds like I don't know. Just or, guesses. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I can yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't know, I think is the closest. Well, let me give you some options okay. here. Okay. Did Cold Spot TV think it was A? I'm a ghost. <laughs> B. Oh, that's worse. C. All this work. Mm. Or D. It puts the lotion on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me play it again. Actually, I heard I'm a ghost, <laughs> which is so <laughs> stupid. What was option B again? Oh, that's worse. I think I hear that, but I'm not sure. They believe... It was all this work. Oh. 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 Now I, hear I can it. hear it now. Yeah. yeah. But you know what's interesting? Okay, a little trick answer, sort of, because they also they gave two options. Okay. The other option that they thought was August fourth. Oh. Oh. Ooh, I just got a little chill. I feel like that. I could hear it. Let me play that again now. Oh, I definitely Actually, hear August. I'm more on that. Totally team. hear yeah. August. Ooh, that gave me seem a August fourth. I wonder what happened August fourth. Bill Ingvall was in town. Birthday. Well, okay. Wow, we've already done an hour. That Sorry, was so we talked quick. so much. <laughs> we oh, talked are you over kidding everything. Me? It's a dream. <laughs> Um, well, we'll have to do this again sometime because there's so much more to talk about. So, yeah, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I got to meet you guys. Tell everyone, you know, what you want them to to know about you and where to find you. Yeah, so our podcast is called And That's Why We Drink. It's a paranormal slash true crime podcast, and um, you can find us anywhere fine podcasts are posted and published. And uh, you can check and that's why we drink.com for live tour dates if you want to see any of our 
footage uh, from, you know, our most recent investigation. And we also have our socials, our ATWWD podcast, and we have a book called A Haunted Road Atlas. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can find that uh, where you probably buy all your other books. But we encourage uh, small business shopping. Yay! All right. Well, <laughs> tell Harry I said hi. Oh, no. And um, thank you, Tell guys. Constance when she arrives uh, at your doorstep. <gasps> yeah. In a few, two to three Soupy. business days. <laughs> Soup mouth. Um, <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much to M and Christine. You guys. We got a real doozy for you next week. We got a real blood curdler for you next week. So get your blood ready to get curdled. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! This has been an Exactly Right production. Want to share your paranormal experience on the podcast? I read stories out loud, and sometimes I'll even call you. So email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. You can send a DM or voice message to the show's Instagram at ghostedbyroz. Give us a follow while you're there. And follow me, Roz, on Instagram at rozhernandez and on TikTok and Twitter at itsrozhernandez. My senior producer is the startling Jiha Lee. Associate producer is the alarming Christina Chamberlain. This episode was mixed and sound designed by the eerie Edson Choi. My guest booker is the petrifying Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from the hair-raising Hannah Kyle Crichton. My theme music is by the spine-chilling Brendan Lynch-Salomon. Artwork by the spooky Vanessa Lilac. Photography by the terrifying Elizabeth Karen. Executive produced by the chilling Karen Kilgariff, the spooky Georgia Hardstark, and the frightening Danielle Kramer. Follow Ghosted by Roz Hernandez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Ghosted by Roz Hernandez merch.